0: On today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, quite a bit of news today. Um, Vince McMahon still confirmed a pervert. Uh, WWE programming is attempting a move back towards the 90s, except I know for a fact we're not going to get there. But we could see some similarities, but definitely not the same thing. Uh, A fan theory about theory and well actually multiple fan theories according to chad seems to be everyone's opinion on the internet uh talk about changes that we're making to the show and then we have retro beer ratings from king of the ring at 1999 not a great show not a terrible show though not as bad as i thought it would be and then the weekly recap uh we had let's see what what important shows what were the names we just had fighter fest this week i think was the only important importantly titled show this week from aew one of four ridiculous i think it's part one of two but no you're wrong we will talk about it jury's still out on that oh because of rampage um i get what you're saying now they said it yeah uh yeah the weekly recap as always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT Wrestle Pod. You guys ready to go? Yep. Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome to episode sixty-five of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan. I'm joined by Joe and Chad. And Vince McMahon is still a pervert, allegedly. Allegedly. As if there was any doubt. I'm just going to say yes, he is. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to tag on the word allegedly. No, you say like.
1: You say he's still a pervert like it's something that is still happening. This is a cover up from from a while ago, going all the way back to like 2005. So he might have changed in the last year or so. You I know? doubt it. Probably not. I'm pretty sure he's still a big time pervert.
0: Um Chad, can you explain the details about what came out last week after we recorded and before the episode came out? Dude, like, it so happens be every extended? fucking time. Yeah. So like the morning after we recorded, I wake up and I go to my ESPN app as I always do check on my sports news. And once again, as I've said in the past, WWE colon was there and I got instantly worried. Um, but it said Vince McMahon or McMahon, something, something, or another. So I click on the article and now a report has come out from a credible source that says that there are four instances, not just one of him paying hush money, women uh totaling over 12 million dollars one of which is confirmed to be an ex-wrestler who once they broke off the commitment with him uh soon after uh left the company debatably under uh questionable or controversial uh circumstances yeah so chad was saying before we press record here today that it was someone that was released in 2005 I don't want to get into the details because nothing's been confirmed yet, but we have our thoughts on who that is. It doesn't really matter who it is because it sucks either way. I mean, I guess she got three million dollars out of it. So roughly. Roughly. So I guess that's cool. But still, like overall, not cool at all. And yeah, Vince McMahon's still a pervert and pretty much has always been. And Chad has just spent the last 10 seconds licking the top of his beer. There was somewhere on the rim. I didn't want to miss that. Mm. What you got Mm -hmm. there? Mm -hmm. This is a tropical beer hug. It's a it's 9.9% alcohol by volume. It's an imperial IPA with tropical flavors and it's delicious. I'm going to need you to chug that real quick for being late. It's tropical beer hug. It's not going to last long, don't you worry. I had a
1: long day. Joe, what are your thoughts on Vince McMahon? I'm I'm done with the Vince McMahon stuff. Once it goes on for like three, three four weeks in a
0: row, I'm like, I just don't care anymore. Every time a news article goes like three weeks, Joe is automatically done. Joe just gets yeah. less and less surprised each time a new article He comes no out. longer cares about MJF, not uh, Naomi and Sasha, Vince McMahon, or any other thing that happened approximately three to four weeks ago.
1: You're not wrong.
0: (laughs) Normally aren't. That's why I'm the champ. Joe's ready for the future. Um, So for the future, uh, apparently this coming Monday, Monday Night Raw will feature a TV 14 rating vice a PG rating, which is like the first time in a long time since like, I think they moved to PG like once Linda McMahon started running for offices and stuff. I my take on this is we're we're obviously not going to see any non politically correct stuff anymore like in my opinion like I I don't think it's going to be as bad as the attitude era as far as politic political correctness goes. It will I I still do think it'll be like more adult oriented than it than it has been like kid friendly though so i think that's kind of exciting
1: i think they'll go the way that we've been seeing from nxt is they're just gonna say ass more or shit yeah i don't think they said shit i think brock Lesnar said shit on monday on monday yeah he probably did yeah just like shit or bitch or piss you know whoa shit piss fuck cut cocksucker
0: motherfucker tits fart (laughs) turns (sighs) white that's
1: okay (laughs) We're, we're we're TV fourteen now. Yeah, I think, you could, I think we're allowed to say all those things. Yeah, we're we we pretty clean much still. What's I've that? never
0: I've never put out an episode and checked the box that says ex- episode is explicit. But I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of our listeners is gonna complain.
1: Maybe when that's they why do, we do. Maybe, maybe that's why that we go fuck themselves. Maybe that assumes have we have one themselves. left. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I think. <laughs> Do we have anymore. any listeners? Has anyone it's checked weird. the downloads? It's the it's the three of us. We're the
0: three listeners. I don't listen. I'm listening right now. <laughs> you listen when you edit. Yeah, that's because I have to. Um, all right. Next piece of news. Uh, not really news, but more of a fan theory about the money in the bank winner theory.
1: Theory, theory,
0: theory, theory, theory. Chad had. I guess texted to the two of us, Joe, that there's a a, a, I I don't want to keep double saying theory. There's a speculation out there that the last man standing match, which I'll talk about my complaints about this whole ordeal here in a second. uh, The last man standing match between Lesnar and Reigns could end with theory. Cashing in while they're both down in the middle of a 10 count, they both get double 10 counted while it's a triple threat and theory wins the title. Have You ever heard and of a titles. triple threat last man standing match? No. Has anyone ever seen that before? I wouldn't put it past WWE though to do something like that.
1: I think it's literally never been seen before in the entirety of time. Chad's gonna chad, are you gonna ask Jeeves on that one? Yeah, I'm asking Jeeves.
0: All right. While Chad's asking Jeeves on that, um I would absolutely fucking hate that. I don't know about you. The answer is no, by the way. WWE has never done that. I don't I don't know about you guys, but like I like my wrestling calendar when the money in the bank contract is still out there for a majority of the year and not just for a couple weeks out of the year. The I just kind of want theory
1: to fail in his cash in.
0: That would also be cool. We need more failed cash ins. That way they stop saying percentages every time no. money in the bank comes up. Failed cash ins are bad. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind it for theory. No, I don't like, I do not like failed cash ins. Even John Cena's. That's the one I liked. Yeah. <laughs> You can probably also like Baron Corbin's. right. I was really butthurt when Baron Corbin didn't win. Did you really think Baron Corbin was going to be a WWE champion? At the time, yeah, I did. Now, looking back on it, I was an idiot. But at the time, I don't think he's ever going to be WWE champion. No. Throw him in the category of like people we can easily throw into the main event of a SmackDown or a Raw, but I don't think you'll ever main event a pay-per-view or win a title. Like Matt Riddle or Baron Corbin. Like no, I think he could main event a pay per view, but it would have to be like a multi man match. Like, uh, oh yeah, they I, I both. Be- I, think I think they believe both done he's that. Been in an elimination chamber. I think they both done that, but I meant like one on one main event, single star. I also think he could. I, I still think that him and Riddle could main event a pay per view for the title, but it's just like, at that point, there's a hundred percent chance they're not winning. You know, about a month ago, I probably would have thrown theory in that same conversation, but here we are. Here we are. No, I I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't it's have done gonna that. He's going to do it. No. it's going to do it. All right. Last bit of news here before we get into the retro beer ratings for King of the Ring 1999. Um, a small change. Definitely a big change that we're making to the show. Um, predictions prediction shows are going to be few and far between now we're only going to be doing prediction shows for the the core like aw pay-per-views so the four excluding forbidden door if that continues to be a thing and then the big four pay-per-views for wwe plus money in the bank so nine prediction shows per year everything else is really just going to be current or retro beer ratings. It's really just so we can catch up on retro beer ratings because we are making very little progress on that and I would like to make some progress and catch up to the real to real life bring predictions back at some point down the line and introduce some new segments. So that's what we're going to be doing. All right. With that, the next prediction show will be the week of SummerSlam, along with the Death Before Dishonor beer ratings. We'll still be doing beer ratings for current pay-per-views. We just won't be talking and we, we just won't be giving our official predictions on the show for the smaller pay-per-views. But with that, we had a retro pay-per-view we watched this week. And by we, I mean Chad and I. Uh <laughs> We watched King of the Ring 1999. This it was, was not good. good. Joe, do you want to start with your signs?
1: I didn't have any signs. Why is that? I forgot. You forgot to look I for forgot. the signs? No, I forgot to think about wrestling at all this week, except throwing on the weekly shows in the background. Hmm. Hmm. Pretty big uh, dummo move there, you know? So... For you three listeners out there,
0: just know that's what Joe thinks about you. He forgets about you.
1: Yeah, I got my own shit going on. It's more important (laughs) than you three people. I'll stand by that. I'll stand by that.
0: (laughs) All right, Chad. uh, I have a ton of signs. Let me count them up. One, two, three, four. 13. I have 13 signs. I also have 13. I wonder if they're the same. Let's see. I some of the some of the more like I don't know. I, I wrote down some weird ones, so I highly doubt that we have all 13 the same one. That that would just be incredible. But uh you go ahead and start. All right. First one I saw was pass me a beer, which was I, good. I didn't have that one. Okay, oh for one. <laughs> um I had I also like I didn't just write down all the funny ones, I wrote down some interesting ones. Um 31 days till Raw is Jericho. What? Which I don't think is true. I believe no, we talked saying about, there's a chance. I believe we talked about this a while back and that he debuted like way, way down the line. Yeah, late ninety nine. Yeah, and we're in June of ninety nine. Yeah, that, that number is off there, but so pretty crazy <clears> that we're seeing a sign like that. Um, let's just do let's do two at a time. Go ahead. All right. Uh, my next two were we love puppies and ass. I also didn't have that one. Okay. What about stun me, Steve? Nope. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Stun me, Steve. Um, I'm, I want to I want to talk about my the, the two. I want to give out two that. I don't want you to say because I want to say that I saw them. Uh, the first one was <laughs> I feel like I have to. Wh- Do you remember where this, this was in Greensboro, right? Yeah. I feel like I have to say this in like a like a Hick accent, but it was like I seen Tupac and Elvis at Kmart. <laughs> I did not see that at all.
1: <laughs> that was after both of them had died, right? Yes. 99. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Elvis might still be alive. So uh, so my Tupac
0: and then the other one, I'll have to I'll have to like spell it out for you guys. But it, it basically said, I am McDonald's employee of the month. It was it was basically saying I'm a McDonald's employee of the month, but they spelled it. They spelled McDonald's M-I-K-D-U-N-A-L-S McDonald McDo- Ma- McDonald's. McDonald McDonald employee was spelled i-m-p-l-o-i-e-e what the fuck and month was spelled with a u it was just making fun of mcdonald's employees oh and their intelligence wow. it was absolutely hilarious how did you not see that one that was like front row i didn't get that one maybe i maybe i just didn't, couldn't read it maybe it's because it was a bunch <laughs> of jumbled the fucking letters i just like so you're telling, it me, you're telling me I had 13 signs, you had 13 signs, and we haven't had a single one that has overlapped yet? Yep. Okay. That's how many signs there were at this show. There were some pretty good ones. What about the one in the front row that said, I like it hardcore? All right, finally. Finally. <laughs> um, there were two McFoley ones that were pretty similar, but they both basically said McFoley 469. Now, I've seen that with like Sable and Tori Wilson and stuff like that, but I was like, some guy or some gal wants to do a 69 with Mick Foley. So I felt like I ought to write that down. Damn. Maybe it was I a joke. My da-
1: my da- I thought my dad didn't let me bring that sign back in 99.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Crazy. I saw one that said Shane for King of the Ring. And I was curious. Um, Chad, why didn't you tell us that you were there that night? I wasn't. <laughs> I was, well, we were both there. I was like seven. <laughs> That means yeah. Joe was like three.
1: 99. Uh, I was five. Like
0: five. I was five during this. I would have been seven. Uh, and my parents did not let me watch the attitude error.
1: So it depends, it depends on what month it was June. Uh, okay. So I was okay, five. So I was, I was a couple weeks. I was like two weeks away from being five. Um, and then my next
0: one. I'll just do two Shane signs. The other one is Shane is a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Proves that later in the night. Uh, definitely. Um, I'll say the two that were right next to the, uh, like a hardcore person. Um, they had two, one that said, I eat boogies or it's boogers. Boogers, sorry. Yeah. I eat boogers. And then <laughs> the other sign that I think the same person had it or the person like next to them, it had two down arrows and said paper doll trash. I don't, I don't even know one. what that means. There was one. There was one guy. I think the Tupac and Elvis and the McDonald's employee of the month. I think that was the same person. They had a couple good signs. Um, I'll go with "I am grade A meat." Someone that just had a sign that said that they were grade A meat. Happy for them. <laughs> Um, what's a what's a really fatty piece of meat because that's what I am. I think it's grade F meat, grade F meat, yeah, and uh, old. And then uh, another like predicting the future sign, which I know that they didn't mean this at all, but there was a sign that said I went to SCU and all I thought was SCU, along with the uh, Jericho sign for predicting the future. Mm-hmm. Just the wrong number mm-hmm. of days. Yeah, just I uh, really fucked up. I noticed two that were like right behind the commentators when they did one look at the commentators. Uh, once that I miss Owen, and I thought that was just a good sign, not yeah, like a, I had that a one. funny sign, but very appropriate. It's um quite literally the next pay per view after that. So yeah, yeah, this is the first one after he passed away, and then around the same area was someone that said, uh. Master P equals bankruptcy. I think I, even, I think that's true. I don't know. Who is Master P? He's a rapper and producer, I'm pretty sure. Is he? Yep. Should I ask Jeeves about that? I meant uh, to do it during you, the show. You can, but I'm fairly certain that he's like an 80s and 90s rapper and producer. Master huh. P. R- Percy Robert Miller Sr. is an American rapper, record executive, actor, and entrepreneur. There you wow. go. There you go. I knew for a fact he was a rapper. I don't know about like music producer, but um all right. My last two. I'm on probation. Yeah, I got that one. And Austin, I'll work for beer. I had that one. Sweet. Do you have any more? Uh not really any good ones. I did have one that's a pimping ain't easy, and that made me really excited. I might see the godfather in this pay-per-view. And then, nope. well, nope. he might have been in a heat or dark match, but yeah. Speaking of dark matches, did you guys see who was in a dark match during this pay-per-view? No, I always look over that on the Wikipedia. The Hardys. Take and a guess. Christian and Edge. No, I mean dark match, not heat match. Don't look it up either. Take a guess. Big name.
1: Uh, Kurt Big Angle.
0: Kurt Angle. What was a guess. Did yeah. I get right? Yeah. Nice. Kurt, Ang- Kurt Angle lost to um, Sean Stasiak, who at the time was called Meat. <laughs> 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 He's great, a Meat. Yep. There you go. Coming to the ring, Meat. <laughs> meat. Well, then let's uh, let's get into the first match. Chad, we had Hardcore Holly versus Joe. Who do you think Hardcore Holly faced? Uh, Hardcore Holly went against. Uh, 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 I read it before. I don't remember. the The big thing here is that it wasn't Al Snow.
1: Yeah, it Which was X. Pretty cool. Yeah, it
0: was X Pac. Um, I will say, I think this is the first time I've actually watched one of these with um, closed captioning on. And the reason I had that on because I was, I normally watch like TV shows with captions because i can't hear anything uh and i've been watching yellowstone on peacock so i had captions on and the craziest thing with this whole like um wwf to wwe thing every time they say world wrestling federation the captions say world wrestling entertainment yeah i don't know i, I always know if do you guys do that i always do captions that's insane I also watch everything with captions, so I don't turn them off well, just for that. That's because you're old.
1: old. Dude, you it's a racing history. Do it
0: too. Yeah, but it's not because I'm old. It's because I can't hear.
1: Because you're I old. So There's a much.
0: difference. Dude, I hate you so much. Young people can be hard of hearing.
1: I don't know. I, I used to be young. Used to be.
0: Chad, did you have any notes for this match?
1: I'm, I'm 28 now. Much different mm. than last week. This mm-hmm. match was fucking
0: stupid <laughs> because Hardcore Holly just decided to get disqualified. Yeah, in a King of the Ring quarterfinal match, Hardcore Holly just decides I'm going to willingly get myself disqualified, and um, that's yeah. all he knows how
1: to do is be
0: hardcore. Yeah, X Pac wins. Uh, this got a half a beer. Did you know, the Joe? If you want to be, if you want to be hardcore, you gotta be yeah. and
1: live hardcore. That's did, did you know that, Joe? That's not quite the quote, but oh, oh, you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. But the legend of the rent was way hardcore. It was <laughs> way hardcore.
0: <laughs> All right, next match: um, the Hoss fight. Big Show and Kane, another quarterfinal match. Oh, first of um, many. I thought that. Let's see here. Uh, Big Show has his music yeah well it's a big show thank you i wasn't gonna be able to yell i can't yell because my kids asleep sorry dude you can't sing the big show's theme music without yelling it joe
1: sing i don't know i'm not gonna sing on command for you (laughs) he ain't no bitch i'm not your play toy all right
0: Joe, joe what's the first thing that comes to mind when i say the big show um, Dylan's wiener. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Paul White. Damn it. Okay. Um, that's not a good answer. Um, uh, there sharp, was a spot. Match. There was oh. a spot in this match. I hope you're about to say what I want to say. Where Kane, uh, was like choking out the big show. And it was like so, six minutes sure. long of just the, the, the big show being choked and nothing was happening. And they just stood there in the ring. While the Big Show was being choked, I took that note. It was the longest chokehold of all time. It wasn't even a chokehold. He wasn't even behind him. He was literally just holding his throat with his hand. Yeah. It, it was like a it was like a chokehold. While I don't even remember who was doing who was doing it to who, but one of them was just laying flat on the ground. It was Kane doing it to Big Show. Did you see the other? Spot? And then Big Show
1: started jerking off. <laughs> it was so weird.
0: <laughs> no, that's not what happened. I don't think. Um, Chad, did you see the other spot? The the big boot spot? Did you notice this? No. They went for a double big boot spot. Like each of them hits a big boot on each other and they fall down. Um, their boots were, like each boot was probably two or three feet away from each other's face. Like each boot. It was horrendous. Just like this match. It was one of the worst, like Missed strikes I've ever seen. Um, big Show did take a three quarters of a beer. Big Show did take a big time chair shot, and this match got one beer. Joe, ah, oh, damn! I, for those close. of us, for those of us that watched it, yeah, Hardcore Holly came back out again to get in the match with a chair again for literally no reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they said it was because Big Show tried to drop a car on him, and they showed the footage of that. He didn't pick it up and put it down either. He just pushed it off an edge, a ledge. Just yeah. so well, hardcore Holly was apparently on the other side of that ledge. You just what? couldn't see him. Yeah. Excellent 90s video editing. I won't believe it. Not for a second. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, then we had Mr. Ass Billy Gunn. I'm an ass man. Boom bounce boy. And he took yeah, on I'm 10- an ass man. And he took on Ken Shamrock (laughs) who Ken Shamrock on heat had been beaten to a bloody pulp by Steve Blackman. Was it? Yeah, it was. I counted it. Steve Blackman uh, beat him with a kendo sick relentlessly. So when he came out to the ring, he was already bleeding from the mouth. Joe. Yeah. Joe, what's your take on this? Someone bleeds before their match and then they come out and are still bleeding during their match from the same spot, but it wasn't caused by anything during the match. You counting that? Blood, three drinks. Sweet. Well, it looks like we got this one right. Um, Mr. Ass wins. This was awful. I'm an ass man. <laughs> I am an ass man. Three quarters of a beer. Oh, uh, This match just ended. The referee was like, nah, f-. it was Teddy Long, and he was just like, nah, fuck that. Uh, we're done. He, uh, calls, he calls the match due to injury. As well. Also, Whatever. quote unquote injury, Mister Ass. He's an ass man. Came to the ring with the with a, one of the the tag team title belts, but he's not the tag team champion. He just took it. Yeah, they showed the footage for this. Apparently, they did like a um a six man tag where it was the tag champs, which I think we're still Kane and Xbox. AP, it's APA. Oh APA. Yeah, I and it. Billy Gunn was, I guess, their partner, and they faced another team of three. I think and, it was Kane, X-Pac, and Road Dogg. And they were able to like convince APA to put the titles on the line. And Billy Gunn got the pin, and he took one of the belts, I guess. It, WWE has not recognized that he was ever the champion with an APA member, just so we're on the same page.
1: So kind of like how they used to do with the New Day.
0: No, that's the Freebird rule. The New Day is the champions. This is not recognized. This is not the freebird rule. Hmm. This this sounds like um Billy Gunn being a thief. Yeah. He's an ass man. And a thief. And a thief. Boom. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh beers. Uh, and then our fourth quarterfinal match, we had road dog versus China. I have, why I have not? quotes. I have quotes yep uh i don't know if you have the same quote but at the end of the match road dog gets the victory after like a really long boring match by the way um and jr says road dog can say he gave it to china doggy style (laughs) did not hear that (laughs) that was jr not the king jr also called china a jacked up jezebel and a she devil during this match um I took, a, I took a funny note. Uh, there was a dude on the behind the ring in the crowd who was rubbing his nipples the whole match. He kept lifting his shirt up and rubbing his nipples in the background. <laughs> and I, kept distra- the I kept getting distracted by this dude rubbing his nipples. <laughs> he would pull like one side of his shirt up and start just rubbing around his nipple. And then his buddy would be like, stop it, stop it. And then he would like wait a second and do it, and do it again. Why did that distract you so much? Because it was funny as fuck. <laughs> this dude was just rubbing his nipples in the crowd <laughs> on camera. Dude, it does sound pretty funny. I can't believe I didn't notice that. Um, I have a Jerry Lawler and a JR quote. I don't think that they were that they're two notes next to each other, but I don't think they were two quotes back to back. Jerry Lawler said at one point, "Road Dog." This is a dad joke, by the way. I just I was I laughed like someone would laugh at a dad joke. At this he said Road Dog didn't want to take this match but he was double dog dared oh god <laughs> <laughs> Uh and then JR th- this is a horny JR quote I think uh, this was during a sleeper hold that Road Dog was putting on China JR said I wonder if China talks in her sleep I bet she snores like what why why do we need to talk about this <laughs> The king just likes to throw out random shit sometimes. Uh, it, was, it was just so bad. I took a note that said Triple A are no longer in the corporation, so like they're on their own doing their own thing. I think they're going to get back with DX again at some point. Oh, yeah, in the near future. But, DX uh, DX without Mister Ass. I'm an ass man. Bow, bow. Um. Because Triple H definitely tried to get involved in this match and help China out, but not Road Dog. I don't know. Also, at one point it looked like Road Dog had like the world's biggest boner, but I think it was just the giant cup he was wearing. Um, oh yeah, this was the cup match, right? Yeah, he China or Triple H tried to hit him in the the nuts, and he was wearing was a China. cup. Yeah, and she like visibly was like in pain. She had pain in her arm because she made contact with a metal cup because that makes a lot of sense sounds painful um this match got two beers though uh probably with the triple h interference i'm pretty sure yeah i also i also wrote that this was probably the most entertaining quarterfinal match thanks to china's antics and road dogs selling yeah this was the only good quarterfinal match the other ones all sucked it wasn't even that great but i think I, i i think what I said. It was is the most entertaining one. Yeah, by far. Uh all right. Next match the brood, which was edging Christian versus the Hardy you Boys. Ed-
1: it sounded like you said edging Christian.
0: <laughs> That's what Joe Funny. wishes he could do. Um, <laughs> I was just so excited that we finally got our first Hardy Boys match on the sh- on the on the yeah. What, what did you what did you think about their entrance music here, Chad? I didn't notice. What was it? Terrible, generic, awful. Yeah, it was so bad. I have a, a the Jerry the King Lawler quote here. I don't know what the. I don't even remember the context of this quote. But he said, "Aruba. I spent a month there. One week. Yeah. I have the same note. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, how does that make any fucking sense? He spent a month in Aruba. One week." Maybe time, I time remember the context of that quote. <laughs> maybe because time moves a lot slower in the Caribbean. I don't know. Yeah. Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you. Well, with m- the time mama. difference. Come, Come on, pretty per- mama. Per- Isn't it the same time zone? There's no way I knowing. To the Kokomo. <laughs> we'll take it fast. Let's <laughs> we'll
2: take it slow.
0: Um, That's where we want to go. This was, this was fun. Um... I did think the Edge spear on Jeff Hardy was brutal, deadly. Yeah, it was uh, pretty deadly. Jeff, Jeff Hardy like running at him while Edge was on the middle rope, and he dove from the middle rope and speared Jeff. It was, it was. he yeah, broke him in half. My God, my God. <laughs> As God is my witness, he's broken in half. But uh, it was a show in North Carolina, so Joe. Who do you think won here? The Hardys. Yeah, because everybody wins in their hometown. Duh. Yeah, Chad. we've never Chad. argued against it. Chad, you always say people lose in their hometown. Uh, do I? Can you stop? You could. Be- you yeah. could convince me of anything right now. Yeah, you always say people lose in their hometowns. Yeah,
1: probably have said that once or twice. Could convince you of anything, Chad. You're really old. <laughs> I mean, thirty is pretty old. Chad, you you're fat.
0: I mean, I did just eat a a very large burger, a whole fry, and ate chicken nuggets,
1: an entire fry. Wow, that's dude. It? That's, that's all good. you. That's it all was you eat.
0: That's large fry. You had a you had a burger, fries, and ten nuggets. That's eight nuggets. They it's Burger King. They do it weird. Oh, you did Burger King. Yeah, that was like that's like no food at all.
1: I thought that was Arby's, dude. <laughs> eats
0: Arby's, Arby's has the curly fries. I like Arby's. Nobody eats Arby's. I like Arby's. Arby's pretty good, dude. Curly fries and buff chick sliders, dude. You ever had a buff chick? I've had buff chick dip because it's like yeah, no, 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 no. You don't you don't dip the buff chicks. You slide into the buff chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, holy shit, this tag match got a beer and a half. Um, and then we're into the semifinals. Uh, so we have none other than Kane versus who, Chad? He's an ass man. <laughs> bow, bow. Uh, this was this was kind of weird, especially like seeing the bracket and like during the show and knowing that like Kane was gonna face Billy Gunn and knowing. And we already talked about this last week. Knowing Billy Gunn wins this, how, like, how is he going to, how is, how are they going to feasibly have Billy Gunn beat Kane? Well, they're just going to have Big Show come down to the ring and interfere or do something. I don't remember what the fuck happened. It's Kane with a chair. Yeah. And that's how Billy Gunn wins. Uh, Because why, Chad? He's an ass man. Exactly. Um, uh, beer and a quarter beer and a quarter for this one beer and a quarter also i think we found an episode title what
1: chad's an ass man
0: exactly <laughs> chad is an ass man though that's it's a gonna true be statement. it's gonna be chad is an a money sign money sign man oh i am though i'm an ass man brown brown I do like the butts. Um, the next match, <laughs> all butts, booty is booty. Um, X Pac faced off against his good buddy, the Road Dog, and they had uh, they had interviews before the match. And X Pac forgot to call Road Dog Road Dog and called him by his real name. Um, and then Road Dog min- mispronounced X Pac and called him X Pac. It's like these promos sucked. They weren't great, which is why I probably don't remember anything about them. So, thanks for reminding me. The um, match was uh, terrible. So This was not good at all. Um, quick win by X-Pac, which I didn't know who Billy Gunn beat in the finals. And I was really hoping it was going to be Billy Gunn versus Road Dog. I thought that would have been a good story. A better story than Billy Gun versus X Pac, but you know, the, the past is the past, you know. I, I can't go back and change it as much as I wish I could. X Pac wins, can't. and it's got three quarters of a beer. Three so few matches getting even a whole beer on this card. But the next one though got a lot of beers. Yeah, like three. Chad, nice. I have a I have a question for you about this rock versus Undertaker match. For the WWF championship, yes, yeah. it was. What did you think about the video package? Do you remember anything about the video package? Uh I remember the video package had a lot of stuff about Triple H and he was not in this match. Okay. But that's the only thing I remember because I wrote a note that saying, was that was because- triple H supposed to be here. No, so that was because like The Rock had to earn the title match by winning a Triple Tret match between him, Taker, and Triple H. Did he? Did he get a pinfall in that match? I don't know, but that was that was part of the video package. But well, those are the rules to the Triple Threat, Dylan. Thank you, Chad. Um, yeah. What I was mostly getting at was there were there was some very oddly and <laughs> definitely misplaced uh, techno music that played over this video package. No, I don't remember that. Joe, you should, it, it, like, it, you should definitely go back and watch it because it's absolutely hilarious. It doesn't fit at all. I won't. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was so, bad. Bad. It was so bad. Just picture... Like think of like um the party boy music like the nz, 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 nz. yeah, and they're trying to hype up the Rock versus the Undertaker for the WWF Championship,
1: which isn't fitting for either of those their characters at all at this time.
0: How do you, it doesn't even matter if it fits for the characters. It's just like so misplaced
1: and like weird. Um, I mean, it would work for like a pretty deadly video pack, you know.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: Yeah, I actually want to now. Those two, so
0: two tasty snacks. Tastiest of snacks.
1: Maybe next week.
0: Ideally. Um, this match, I'm pretty sure started out like the match started out with like a just an absolute chaos. Like I think two ref bumps. Oh, yeah. Interference in the beginning. It was just weird. It was it was just insanity to start the match with drinking. Literally the match went like the bell rang, and Undertaker went and clotheslined the referee. And that's how the match started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hold on. Speaking of drinking. Hmm. Oh yeah. I did think this match was good though. It was fun. Yeah. It was the first like good match on the card. Yeah. Um, I have a new so Jer- I, uh, Jerry Lawler called Paul Bearer something during this match. And I would like to say that I have a new word for fat people. Dylan. It's two words. And I would like to describe myself as this. Um, Jerry Lawler called Paul Bearer a nutritional overachiever. <laughs> I would like to refer to myself from from now on as a nutritional overachiever. Thank you very much. (laughs) I thought you were going to say pleasantly plump, but I guess not. No. Nutritional overachiever. That's the first thing you ever overachieved for in your life. That is just false, I think. Maybe. You might be right. You might be right. I don't know. Chad, say something about this match. There were so many ref bumps. I started taking tallies just for the amount of ref bumps I had, and I got to four. So four ref bumps. Um, bunch of interference, Paul interference. I got Paul bear interfered three times, uh, triple H, triple H came out, interfered. Uh, this was like a, this was like a decently long match. I think it was like 17 or 19 minutes, but that all time, it was just pure chaos. And I never really knew who was going to win the whole time because ref would bump would happen. And then I would be like, Oh, this is the ending. And it was not the ending. And that just kept happening. Yeah, I think, like, also over, like, half the match was, like, took place on the outside. Yep. Like, near the ramp, like, or the sides of the ramp. Like, in those large areas by the crowd. I don't know. Yep. After the Triple H interference, Undertaker eventually hits the rock with a tombstone and wins the match. And this got 3.75 beers. Nice. Which makes this match... Wouldn't you know, a top 10 singles match. What, what? Anybody want to guess where? Number Uh. nine. Tied for ninth. Good job, Joe. Thanks. Tied for ninth singles match. Just thought I'd throw that out there. All right. King of the Ring final. X-Pac versus. I'm an ass man. Mr. Ass. Uh, this was our third look at these entrances for the night. Just getting honestly annoying by this point. Yeah. Um, Jerry Lawler said during this match that Billy Gunn had a perfectly formed ass, and Jr. can just continued to make fun of him for saying that. Which, look, look, look here. An ass. I don't know. I don't ass. know. If, yeah, I don't know if that's right. An ass is an ass, and a perfectly formed ass can happen to anybody. And it happened like, to Mister Ass because he's an ass man. Like we give Jerry Lawler a bunch of shit for being not politically correct, but if he has feelings about some man's ass, and Jr. wants to make fun of him for that, that's not very cool of Jr. Yeah, no, just he's say cool. that.
1: lame. Yeah, he was just Pride lame, Month like two JR. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um.
1: This like exactly two weeks ago.
0: This also, I don't, yeah, this also wasn't that great of a match. <laughs> this fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah, I have no other notes other than a famous or off the middle rope wins an awful King of the Ring tournament. Um, they used the X Pac is injured uh, route the whole time, like the whole tournament. And uh, they really used it to make sense of why X Pac lost this match. That's Why Road Dog should have been in this match instead of X Pac? Yeah, it would have been better. It would have been more believable <laughs> that Billy Gunn could lose if it's X Pac, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I don't if, know if it had been Road Dog versus Billy Gunn, I would have instantly been like Billy Gunn's winning this match because they just did that like a pay per view ago. But we already knew that okay, you're saying in live time, yeah? If I was live. Watching this and it was Billy Gunn versus Mister Road dog I've been like, we already saw this, and Billy Gunn's going to win. Yeah, but I mean, how mm-hmm. many times did we see the DOA versus Los Bariquas? Never knew <laughs> <who> was going <laughs> to win that. God I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> I don't know how I spent. There's so much time in my life committed to Los Bariquas versus D- Disciples of the Apocalypse, and I forgot about that. You For know what's? So, you
0: know what's so funny many matches. You know what's funny,
1: Joe? Name.
0: Name the four men who are part of the DOA: Eight Ball,
1: Skull, That's Crush, That's skull three. Crush, Eight Ball, Eight Ball, Fuck. and Chains.
0: Holy Chains! Shit. You're, are you looking that up? No. You're not looking at us. You must be looking <laughs> at something else.
1: No, I, I am looking at you guys.
0: Okay. What about Los Briquas, Joe?
1: Savio Vega. That's Sabio all I Vega. know.
0: All I know is Savio Vega and the really hairy dude.
1: Martel Bartel.
0: <laughs> no. No. No, no señor. No. no. I didn't
1: even get that right. I said we need, Martel.
0: We need more lemon pledge. No, mister. No. No, no mister. No. Anyways, uh, X-Pac versus the ass man got a beer. He's an ass man for the last time. time. Alright, and then main event. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon in a handicap ladder match. Uh, basically a Money in the Bank briefcase ladder match for control of the WWF. Um, this was fun. This was fun. And I have some stats. You ready, Chad? Yeah. And Joe, you can participate in this as well. Yeah, I'm participating. Joe, and Chad how many of these retro pay-per-views do you think have had stone cold steve austin in the main event and i will tell you that we have watched a total of 31
1: 27 no i'm going to go with 14 uh
0: chad is closer the answer is 21 out of 31 He's so close. So he didn't have a whole lot in 1997, but some stats.
1: Nine. Are you of... including? Are you including like current pay per views or just retros? Retros. Okay. All, out, like out, of all, out of
0: all of the retros that we've watched since okay. WrestleMania 13. Okay. So he has been in the nine of the last ten main events. Survivor Series 1998 being the last one. He wasn't in the main event for, which was the Deadly Games tournament. And then before that, he was in 18 out of the last 20 where the one before that that he wasn't in the main event was the Royal Rumble of 1998 where he was in the Royal Rumble match. And the main event was the casket match with Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. I don't remember that at all. I remember the casket match. Long time ago. But um, I just thought that was really interesting because that popped into my head. I was like, I feel like Stone Cold Steve Austin has been in every single main event of every pay-per-view we've watched. And it turns out it's 21 out of 31. doesn't even fucking really matter if he's the champ or not. Yeah, It doesn't matter at all.
1: So this Damn. is not a title. That's match legacy. Yet. That's yeah. legacy.
0: And like most of 1997, it was Shawn Michaels versus whoever he was facing. So like really, if you go back to the beginning of 1998, he's an 18 out of the last 20. Which is insane. Uh, The dude sells, dude. Yeah. Uh, So, this match, all night, they're spinning up this uh, story that Shane McMahon was hurt on Sunday Night Heat or something like that. And uh, Vince had to look for a new partner. It looked like that partner was going to be Triple H. And then they kind of outed that halfway through the show as Triple H was, I think, arrested something like that yeah or interfering in a match um so then when vince gets out to the ring he calls out his new tag team partner which was uh steve blackman and then all of a sudden on the screen it's shane um watching on some 10 inch television maybe not even 10 inches with uh his his is that the that was the Mean Street Posse, right? That he was watching it with. I think so. And he's very obviously not hurt. Uh, they find out that they're on the the tron Shawn Michaels comes, uh, he finds them and says that Shane has to participate in the match. And we get the originally scheduled match. Nice. Uh, one thing here that JR said that. I think it's a little bit controversial probably in 1999. JR said in Greensboro, North Carolina that Stone Cold Steve Austin would get a bigger pop than Michael Jordan. I don't know about that. I mean he was Big a Chicago Bull yep. at this time, right? I yeah. no he wasn't. He was he was off the Bulls in 98. I think he was on the Wizards already at this point. No, or, because after he left the Bulls he went to baseball. Yeah, Joe and the Wizards, so like O three or O four, you might be right. Yeah, I think he mm-hmm. left the Bulls in ninety eight though, so he's a White sock at this point. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Joe's just going to agree with everything we say.
1: No, uh-huh. I mean, yeah, because like it, it wasn't until like the early two thousands that Bugs Bunny came and took him into Space Jam. I think that was. And... I
0: think that movie came out in ninety nine or ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Space Jam. Do your dance. It's your chance for the Space Jam.
1: That movie was really good. You know my I favorite part of that jam. movie.
0: Lola.
2: I believe I can fly.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's your boy. No, is that your favorite R&B singer? No, show? I'm a
0: big fan of Casey and JoJo and Boys to Men. Oh, Boys to Men are so good. Boys to Men are uh, baby making music, and I would know. I have four. I'm not. I'm not sorry
1: about your boy R. R.
0: Kelly. Oh, way. not my boy. I'm glad he got 30 years. Or your boy Shane McMahon, who was in this match. Yeah, and fuck that lost. guy. Um, allegedly, the the whole the spots with the ladders on the ramp, Chad, where yes. Austin was just throwing them into the standing up ladders, and Vince would just run into the ladders and fall down with them, and. It was just ugly. It looked like it hurt a lot. Yeah. They looked, it looked painful, like how hard they were hitting some of those ladders and they would like land on them awkwardly. I thought they were going to get like cut open on these ladders. Yeah. As surprisingly, neither of them did. Like nobody bled in this match that I saw. But it just brings me back. Like, I'm pretty sure like the first thing that you learn when you're learning to become a, a wrestler is how to fall. And neither of the McMahons knew how to fall
1: well Vince is not a wrestler yeah but
0: yeah I'm I'm just saying like it just proves the point that they're not
1: yeah they didn't go to the performance center to learn that they should well, have. Shane's obviously a wrestler because otherwise he wouldn't be Chad's favorite wrestler of all time yeah he, he wouldn't be the greatest won. of all time in that one Best tournament that to happened to that one plant in that one in time room. Best in the world.
0: Remember that time that tournament happened in another country, and we had all these like wrestlers from different countries, but most of them were actually just from the United States or Canada. And then Shane McMahon won a tournament to crown who the best wrestler of all time is. Um, Tournament he wasn't even originally in. A tournament that the Miz actually was like in the finals for until he got hurt, and then Shane McMahon subbed in. So then we had to deal with the Miz and Shane McMahon as a tag team for a while, and then they faced off at WrestleMania. That was good. That was they
1: faced off at. Money in the Bank 2019 Hell in a Cell. Not Hell in a Cell. Just a regular cage match. I have pictures. Okay.
0: Well, I'm not going right to question in. that. You yeah, were there. he said he had proof. You, I mean, he was there. So was your mom, but I didn't ask her.
1: My it mom was in a cage match, there. and Shane McMahon won by slipping out of his shirt as, as uh, The Miz held him on the inside, like... Oh, I think I camp. remember that. I don't remember yeah. this.
0: The only thing I remember about Money in the Bank ni- twenty nineteen is Brock Lesnar. I do remember the Miz versus Shane McMahon where they went off the top of it was WrestleMania where they went off the top of that thing and they got like it was like a false count anywhere or something like that and Shane yeah, McMahon fell on like top a, of a big production like scaffolding. Thing. Oh yeah,
1: I, I remember that too, actually. Yeah, and then
0: like Shane fell on top of him, so they counted the pinfall, and Shane won. Either neither of them were moving. Yeah, I remember
1: that. Yeah, so it must have gone on for a while. WWE run a
0: storyline into the fucking ground? No way. I don't think they've ever done that. Um, I can't think of any like recent ones, but like uh, that one time that Fight Night or the Brawling Brutes and New Day faced off for fifteen straight weeks. Yeah, that wasn't that recent. Um, yeah, a few years ago. I think ago. maybe a more recent one that's just been going on forever would be Reigns and Lesnar. I mean,
1: No, that's God. like
0: just a legacy match. Thank God it's the last time ever. Am I right? I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, we'll and get to that. when I see it, it means when I or they don't all die and it actually <laughs> is the last one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Back to the match, I thought there was a pretty funny part where uh, Shane McMahon got thrown like over the commentary table, and he was laying like next to JR. And JR is like talking to Stone Cold, who was also right there. He's like, I can't do my job because Shane's just laying here. I, c- I just can't do my job. <laughs> my favorite part of this match was uh the very beginning of the, when the match started, they had like this like crazy scaffolding built out of ladders. Like yeah. it was like five ladders on either side of the ramp, and they had like ladders across the top of it. And at one point Shane like gets up there and then they start fighting on this like scaffolding made of ladders and then they keep fighting and then eventually they get thrown off and then Stone Cold at one point just as fuck it and like knocks the whole scaffolding over on top of the McMahons. Yeah. they're Like underneath it in a pile, like 12 ladders fall on top of them, which I thought the most surprising part was how quickly they got up when Stone Cold went to go, Grab the the briefcase, the money in the bank briefcase. Would would you call mm. this the first ever money in the bank match? No, because it wasn't for a world title shot. But in my notes, uh, every time that I wanted to type briefcase, I just typed MITB because mm-hmm. it's shorter. Mm-hmm. That's what I called it. This is it was basically a money in the bank match, but not really. But not really this might have been their first ever ladder match where the prize is a briefcase yeah definitely i think that was true that might actually be true um there was another part where oh that's what that was what was going on stone cold uh so shane's on the ground and stone cold has a ladder on top of him and stone cold is standing on top of the ladder and shane is just tapping out and jr says <laughs> jr goes it's probably a good thing that Shane's wearing dark pants because he was <laughs> tapping out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because he thought he was shitting himself. I don't fucking know. Just JR trying to make a joke and it just didn't work. He did that a lot on this pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying the quote was funny. It was the 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 awkwardness and just the bad joke that made it funny. It wasn't good at all. Um and then, uh, Joe, who do you think won this match?
1: Uh, the McMahons won this match. Mm.
0: Why do you think that happened, Joe?
1: Because I'm pretty sure I've seen this match before. In, okay. a, in an old, video, old WWE Network video pack. So what do you think happened? The McMahons won. Duh.
0: I don't remember. So I'll tell you, Joe. The Money in the Bank briefcase was being controlled by somebody in the back. And when Austin went up to grab it, uh, yeah, they pulled. They it up. raised it. yeah, Yeah, I remember so that. He ended up getting screwed over. All by myself,
1: no assistance.
0: Eventually, the the Mcmans were able to, I guess, get control, and uh, Shane eventually got up there and grabbed the the Money in the Bank briefcase, and uh, we'll look forward to him cashing in. And this match got three point seven five beers. mm Hmm
1: that's what i got too
0: which also makes this which this was very surprising to me 3.75 beers makes this the number 4 ranked ladder match in our beer ratings huh very surprising uh and king of the ring 1999 16 and a quarter total beers which is tied for 23rd out of the 57 pay-per-views we have rated So slightly above average,
2: slightly
0: as far as beer goes, not an above average pay-per-view though. Not even close. Yeah, no, not very good. (laughs) All right. Joe, we're going to bring you back in here. Are you ready? Yes. Weekly wrestling recap. Are you with us?
1: Yes. Smackdown. Let's do it. Smackdown. Smackdown. I remember that. It Smack happened on a Friday, right? It did happen. Yeah, there, was, there was no Pat
0: McAfee, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, kind of lame. That was my first note. No no Pat McAfee. It was like boo. it had just
1: gotten announced that he had signed an extension and then he wasn't there. Maybe
0: he was on vacation.
1: Yeah, like PTO.
0: It was it was still July 4th week, so I could see that. But I don't know. But um the uh The first like that or I guess the next note I have is they we've already hinted at this, but really want to get into how much I absolutely hate this. They're now branding Reigns versus Lesnar last time, last match, last man standing. Allegedly, I said, yeah, so many fucking times that we're now going to advertise. We've done it so many fucking times. Yeah, I said, yeah, right. I said, yeah, right. Chad already said he'll believe it when he sees it. Joe said something just now that was very similar, but I don't remember any exact words because I was half listening, but I think we're all on the same page there. Yeah. You know, Um, I did find it enjoyable and kind of funny that theory came out during this opening promo about that match and just ran around the ring and then left. I thought it was kind of annoying but I do like the that's money. the point the, though the, I do like the presence of the money in the bank briefcase so I will say that that's the point he's supposed to be annoying I don't know I prefer he's doing it good Prefer cowardly instead of annoying no he's got a lot I did I think the promo he cut on Monday was actually really good but yeah on Friday he just ran around the ring once and then yeah. left. yeah that's true um, I actually had signs for Smackdown okay um i had one sign that said it's poop again probably talking about this show
1: um, <laughs> i think it was it was a, our show or smackdown smackdown it's a billy madison reference it is it's
0: poop again oh yeah
1: yeah it called the shit poop He's <laughs> like it's like oh it's poop again and then she goes in the background, don't put it out with your boot, Tan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um,
0: another one that said "spoiler, no Roman match." Dot dot dot. Again,
1: <laughs> nice, good one.
0: Uh, and then another that didn't get confiscated. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that's the other thing is, um, I'm glad you brought that up because signs got confiscated slash like people weren't allowed to bring signs to Monday Night Raw this past week. Huh. What the fuck? That. I saw that on Twitter like what the fuck huh if they're gonna keep doing that I never want to go to another WWE show yeah I was really into raising my sign up obnoxiously often yeah maybe enough people complained like that little girl that sat behind us like <laughs> we can't see the show because people like this dipshit in front of me kept holding their sign up all all the time Hold, holding their Cody sign up He's only talking yeah. about Cody. Who the fuck is Cody? Yeah, I don't know. Um, two more signs actually for SmackDown. Uh, sweet one was Sweet Baby Jesus Heal Big E, which I can get down with. Uh, did you see the news about Big E today?
1: Yes, setbacks, setbacks. or something.
0: Yeah, so it was a ESPN article actually talking about his setbacks. I forgot to mention this during news. I'm sorry, but. Uh, that he had a pretty major setback, but he's still in good spirits. And then in an interview that I saw while we were recording uh, that he did today, he said he would be okay retiring. Oh, he feel like he's accomplished enough. And if this doesn't get close, he's not going to risk it and he'll just retire.
1: Damn. He'll be back
2: he'll be back
0: he'll do one in whatever company'll in whatever no.
1: company replaces aew in 10
0: years no not not Ooh. like that like he'll be back to do one more new day match he will do one more new day match Time will tell. like before be cool. kofi like before Kofi retires it'll be Kofi and biggie's retirement match and probably also woods i don't know um my last sign drew want to touch tips <laughs> <laughs> What did Drew say? Uh, I don't think he responded. Uh, Can I just point out that I was really upset this whole SmackDown because one of the things they were advertising was the main event of the next next pay-per-view, not the one that's upcoming. I'm upset. Upset. in our main event, we're gonna we're gonna do the main. We're gonna talk about who's gonna be in the main event of Clash the Castle. I'm like SummerSlams two and a half weeks away, man. I'm more upset at the fact that we are like, weren't we already dead set on it was gonna be Drew versus Roman, and they decided, oh wait, Drew has to beat Sheamus first. Yeah, he has to earn it. <laughs> he has yeah. to earn it against a guy who has two buddies. So by earning it, he has to face everyone in the brawling brutes. Didn't he just face yeah. Butch? Butch yeah. in the main Butch. event of Smackdown. We got a three-minute match between Drew McIntyre and Butch. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. It was awful. I have nothing else to say. Um, let's see. Some of my other notes. Uh Walter. Uh he chops Marcel Bartel for losing. Yeah, I had a couple notes on that match. One, Gunther has new music. I didn't notice. Yeah, it was on both this and on when he showed up on Raw on Monday. um, And I noticed and I hated his new music. I was really upset. Didn't Um, even notice. So I guess I don't care. But I will say that Corbin came out for commentary during this match. He was good. And he was awesome. And he was very enjoyable with Corey Graves. And they mocked uh, Pat McAfee by dancing on the table when Shinsuke came out. Yeah, I could see Corbin being like a JBL type commentator, like being not great, but good as a heel commentator. Hmm. Uber heel. Yeah. All right. Um, Other quick stuff. uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, awful at promos still. Um, Dude, I wrote the uh, note. Live Morgan, Natalia, and Ronda make this three times the cringe yeah because none of them are good at fucking promos and um we had the debut of the tennis collection for oh yeah Mansois and Massey. titillating my juices that. yeah were your juices titillated chad i don't even know what titillated means
1: but it was so titilly ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's t- i think titilly is a country
0: <laughs> no, no 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 i think you're thinking of t- t- the, after that match, there was the Lacey Evans thing. Oh, she's just hated. That was terrible. She's absolutely hated. I actually had a Corey Graves quote for the tennis collection thing. I wrote this quote down before I actually realized what he was saying was true. And he, he goes, does Mansois have tennis balls in his shorts? And I, I, was, I thought he was joking, talking about like like making, nuts. making a dick joke or a, a balls joke. Um. He actually had tennis balls in his shorts, like in his pockets. Hmm. That was so interesting. That was like my, TV fourteen of them. Yeah, and then my only, <laughs> then my only other note was that um, SummerSlam tag team title match is going to have a special guest referee, which we got to see a little bit about on Monday. Yeah, you know, I got to I got a, I got a guess. I got a guess. Drew okay. McIntyre.
1: People think it's going to be. Um, their brother, Solo Sokoa. Solo Sokoa, Jesus. No, I think Why they be, I think,
0: drew. I think Drew to sell Drew versus Roman at the next pay per view. I so don't understand. He's gonna, that. he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna help the loose. Street Profits win, and then Roman's gonna be all butthurt by it. It's gonna help progress the storyline going into Clash of the Castle. No, I hate that.
1: But I hate. That, too, he, okay, he, he picked against the Usos. Yeah, I don't like that.
0: Um write that I in don't like you. marker. Yeah, I will. Uh this was a what? horrendous smackdown, by the way.
1: Oh yeah, this sucked dicks. Uh what yeah, about ramp?
0: A- what about rampage? Did this um, was the
1: Ring of Honor show? Yeah. Take uh, yeah, I I had no notes really.
0: I I wrote Take a Shitta's matches have been awesome to watch.
1: Yeah. Yes, they have That's true. Take a shitta's good.
0: Take a shitta is fucking awesome. <laughs> Can we please play <laughs> Takashita. It's Takeshita. It's Takeshta. I know I know how to say his name, but but when your name is quite literally spelled, take Shitta, it's hard for me not to say
1: that. I don't think he deserves to take Shitta from you, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably fair. He could probably beat the shit out of me. And by probably, I mean definitely.
0: <laughs> um, and Jonathan got, Gresham? Jonathan Gresham? He'll yeah. Too. This made me so mad. I mean, he's he's facing Claudio at Death Before Dishonor, according to Wikipedia, which I didn't hear anybody announce that, but I guess that makes sense for the heel face dynamic. Stupid. And I previously was my comment I wrote down was, I guess Gresham is in AEW because he like joined Tully Blanchard. And I, that was why I was like, and he made the comment during like the post-match thing that he's been signed since March but yeah i i just i don't think he's gonna win now because i don't know i, think I just might my like i want him to win because i like jonathan gresham a lot i just don't like him as a heel when he was doing really good work as a face and ring of honor before he disappeared because AEW bought out a company and then did nothing with it i bet it was somebody like tony khan that saw that he wears an octopus head or whatever the fuck the kraken to the He's ring, called the octopus. That's his name. Or the name. octopus to the ring, and probably thought that it looked evil, and that she he should be a heel. Stupid, dumb brains. About as dumb as an idea of a Serena D versus Mercedes Martinez match at Death Before Dishonor. Yep. Yep. This Moving card on. looks terrible, except for the FTR Briscoe's match. Yep. <laughs> All right, so I mentioned it earlier, but uh, moving on, we're gonna move on to Raw. Uh, my favorite thing about the opening of Raw, obviously, you had the return of Brock Lesnar. Um, so cool, love
1: Brock Lesnar.
0: Love Brock Lesnar with a weird accent, like trying to like talk like he's from Texas when he's from like Canada or Minnesota or something. Um, but Theory interrupted the Lesnar Heyman stuff, and I think Theory cut a really good promo here yeah he was like yelling about how he he's taken shit from brock lesnar before he showed the video of him being thrown off the top of the pod in the elimination chamber yeah I totally forgot about that by the way i didn't but i didn't think they were going to use it in the storyline but i'm like thinking back now like man this is long-term storytelling from wwe which is nice for once yeah they're involving stuff that happened
1: in you know i don't know february yeah, I think it's accidental long-term storytelling, but still. Yeah, I don't think they like purposefully are like
0: we're planning to do this, but when they were like writing this week's show, they were like, "Oh, let's use some of that stuff that happened earlier this year.
1: That'll make sense." And I like it. Yeah, so I got that. Um I don't know. Champa is officially with AJ Styles now, but I don't I don't really I don't know if I like this necessarily. I, I no, think that, him, that he's against him. So Champa, sorry, and Miz sorry. Were... he's with he's with Miz. Sorry, and I'm not sure if I like I really truly like this for Champa. We always knew that Champa was going to struggle on the main roster. Um, I guess that could change now with the TV 14 rating. If we if we move this up to uh, to what we were kind of seeing in the in the Black and Gold NXT, it could totally change the dynamic of who who is who can be the face of the company but as of right now i'm i'm not happy with with tommaso champa taking a back seat to to the Miz being his crony because we, we know Tomasa Champa, we know how good he can be as a face as a heel mostly as a heel and i'm just not okay with him being a crony he, he's he's too old for that shit you know
0: maybe this is the way they turn him they like have him be with the miz for like three or six months and then when he turns on the miz he gets that big face that crowd following because he turned on the miz yeah maybe maybe this is long-term storytelling
1: he's so he's so fucking good in the ring and in like character work outside the ring that that this is just the the classic older nxt call-up dynamic that we've seen and it's it's what we expected but disappointing nonetheless I kind of have the opposite opinion. I think that him being with
0: the Miz gives him a storyline, something to do. And that's nice to finally see. Cause I was worried we were going to get a lot of Champa just like filling in a role on the show of a uh, face needs a match. Here's a heel without set storylines. I'm glad that Champa's is being involved in a storyline and being put on the mic to talk. Cause the guy can talk very well. Yeah. yeah. So I was happy to see this. I I agree that like I'm worried about his direction here, but I was happy to see it. Yeah, I don't really know. Like I, I feel like the more I see him on weekly television, it's good to see. But if it if it continues down the same road that kind of been talking about and like down the path that it seems like it might be going here, like it's not gonna be good. It's just gonna be another NXT. Uh, dude or girl that just doesn't pan out and he's one of the best ones so it shouldn't that's not how it should be um our yeah. truth made his case to be the special guest ref uh that's obviously not happening but i did think it was pretty funny our truth he's pretty funny he's, yeah, he's
1: a national he's a national treasure
0: absolutely I did see the the video that went re-viral again this week of the time that he made uh, Brock Lesnar like crack up in the middle of the ring. I don't know if you yeah. guys remember that. That was funny. That was funny as shit. I love our truth. Um, and then I thought this main event was pretty all right. I thought it was super good. It was the best thing I think on Raw on a on a Raw that was absolutely awful. Oh, I have a a, a Twitter tweet. Uh, a statistic. I don't know if it's real or not, but I saw a statistic saying this was the first time that Pit- Finn Balor has picked up a pinfall on raw since he was the United States champion. That's pretty I could, crazy. I could see that. Wait, when was that? Last he lost year? it to priest. Yeah. So last year, priest lost it to
1: Lashley. Who is it now? No, priest it's lost Lashley it to fear? right now. Dude, Priest I lost it uh, no Priest yeah. lost
0: it to Balor. Balor lost it to Theory.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's true. Okay.
0: There's really no way of knowing. That's not that long ago, I guess. It was either like early this year or late last year, right? But it's really, um, t- oh, it's way too fucking long for a guy that is that good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I did think like the ending part was interesting with Dolph Ziggler. Being out there for some reason, um, and him fucking with theory basically. I saw a, a tweet about that that basically said, like, WWE always does this they need to put over a heel, let's call Dolph, they need to put over a face, let's call Dolph. Like, he's the, need he's to put somebody new, over, he's the, he's new the new big show, yeah. He's like, you need someone to go over, uh, well, just pull in Dolph, he'll be whatever you need him to be face or heel, and he'll lose in whatever pay per view it is. So we're gonna get Dolph Ziggler versus Theory at Summerslam. You're thinking Clash the Castle. Theory has Bobby Lashley at Summerslam.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I like I like, I like versus- the Ziggler face turn. Honestly, I don't think it'll last that long because Ziggler's kind of that. He's he's filling that role of whatever whatever role I have to fill, I will fill. So he'll yeah. be that heel again. But, but his best that- moments are as a face. So
0: yeah, I do love face uh, face Dolph Ziggler is awesome the money in the bank moment and then uh that like 2016 run where uh it was like him and miz for the ic title and him like um putting his career on the line and all that stuff yeah it was yeah, incredible he's yeah. just that a stuff. fucking workhorse yeah yeah he's come a long way since being Nikki. yeah like i always <laughs> forget that dude was in spirit squad <laughs> yeah All right, Um, NXT. Joe, Joe, do you know who Spirit Squad are? Yes. Everybody knows the Spirit
1: Squad, dude. Well, he didn't watch during that time frame, so. No one watched during that time frame.
0: I I watched a lot during that time frame. Yeah, I did. That was at the tail end of my first run with wrestling, but yeah, I watched that, unfortunately, because that was also DX coming
1: back. But so, NXT, NXT the whole storyline of the night is that Roxanne Perez got attacked outside of the performance center. Did you guys Capitol know immediately? Did
0: you guys know immediately who did this? It was Core Jade, yeah. <sighs> no, no, no. Did you, did you immediately know it was Core Jade? Yeah. The way she was acting
1: when it was in the opening segment, it was very obvious. I don't know. I, I, again, I, I, I had it on in the background, so I wasn't really watching her body language or anything like that. I yeah. wasn't either. I was just, so I didn't know immediately. I, it didn't make sense to me that it would be Cora Jade. I had a, I had a, I had like, you know, those one of the things that we were like,
0: what if it is this? I'm starting to see it. That's exactly how I felt when I watched that opening intro because I was paying attention to Cora Jade's body language, and then when she did the promo, like not long after that, uh, in the, the backstage segment where she was like talking about like she couldn't believe that they didn't come in together, and I was like, I'm, I'm thinking it's Cora Jade who did this.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make all that much sense to me yet. But it doesn't make a damn lick of sense. They just won the tag team. was no, like a week ago. No, a week ago, and it, it makes now sense. W- w- now we're we're dealing with uh, I don't know. I am the tag team titles. More women's,
0: more women's tag team championship drama. I don't know.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. They the the, the two this two storylines in the past that I can remember the Alistair are, Black one. I don't remember that.
0: The one, the one where it was like, remember the attack angle that they did a couple years ago, where it was like who attacked this person, and it ended up being their friend,
1: Johnny Gargano. Sure. No, I'm thinking more specifically about like tag team holders that aren't friends. Um, I'm thinking Team Hell No. The Team Hell No of uh, I am the tag team, or I am the tag team champion. No, I am the tag team champion. I got you. And then the other one is uh, when Seth and Dean won the Raw tag Raw tag team championships the last time, uh, and then John Ma- or Dean Ambrose turned heel on Seth Rollins, so Seth went and defended the titles against the Authors of Pain by himself, right? and yeah, and put on an incredible match before losing the tag titles. He's an incredible wrestler. He's the best. Yeah, I think he's the current goat.
0: The goat of the currents.
1: I think he's the boat. Ooh.
0: No, we don't time. say that. We don't say that. <laughs> Why not? Natalia says that, and she sucks. Oh, I forgot She's about that. Sucks. I actually forgot about that. Um, I have something from NXT. Uh, Leslie was watching NXT with me, and uh, during the Solo Sokoa and Von Wagner match, uh, I asked Leslie. I was like, "Hey, do you know do you know who these two guys are?" And she was like, "No, I don't know who any of these fucking people are." And I was like, "What do you think their names are?" Would you guys like to take a stab at what she named Solo Sokoa and Von Wagner? No, no, Just I have no idea. Us. So she named Von Wagner surprisingly wanna be Edge. Oh. Nice. God damn it. And she named Solo Sokoa skunk. <laughs> she said because his hair makes him look like a skunk. Did you Stunk pay attention to the? Did you pay attention the intro where they said that Von Wagner played football for Central Florida? Yeah, I did. I did notice that. I did not. So did Parker, Parker Boudreau. Parker Boudreaux. you know he's in whatever. a different company now.
1: Yeah. yeah whatever. I just can't wait. He's going to be controlling wrong, his I, I think I think Major League Wrestling. It's Major League Wrestling. Oh. Yeah, he's going to be, but he'll controlling, be his controlling his narrative soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to do any Tope Suicidas or super kicks or whatever the fuck else they can't do. Do you want to ironically go to a CYN show? No. <laughs> I will I not they're... be paying them money. I think they're they're coming through Norfolk. What kind of people do you think you would see there at a CYN show? Trump rally supporters. The same people that were Skin, at January skinheads, 6th. Skinheads. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Dude, you guys should go. No. <laughs> you guys might get killed. I'll go, but I'll also wear like a, a bright pride shirt or like something. <laughs> <laughs> like a ghost This is like I love the gays or a shirt that's like pro-abortion or something very very liberal i'm gonna i'm gonna joe, wear something joe, like that joe will just just joe will just wear a shirt that says i'm here ironically <laughs> 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 all right um, what else do we have uh let's see i have a note that said uh chad let's see oh yeah chad tried to tell. Chel- tr- chad tried to tell Andre Chase that chase you was ranked number seven. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh shit. No, it's Chad once again that
1: gave him some. Chad, you're gonna you're gonna info. be gone for you're gonna be gone for six months at a time. Uh when they're here, October twenty eighth. Oh no,
0: I'm not gonna be there. Darn. I guess I'll just they're have to catch
1: in, them next time. They're gonna be in Norfolk on October twenty eighth. Where in Norfolk? Um, probably the mall.
0: macarthur center (laughs) mall or
1: the american um the granby theater oh god
0: okay (laughs) speaking of things that uh were pretty bad uh most of nxt uh yeah i did like the opening match a lot though giovanni vinci or donatello da vinci leonardo dicaprio defeated uh (laughs) apollo (laughs) cruz (laughs) And there were so many fucking chops in this match. There was a yeah, lot of chops. Um, I think I like Giovanni, Da Vinci, Donatello's chops better than anyone. Better, than, good. better than Walter? Yeah. Junta. What? They're so loud, and his hand is nowhere near the size of Walter's. I think, no, Walter's are the best. Walter did lay some fucking haymakers on Marcel Bartel. Yeah, it fucking was SmackDown. <laughs> um, we got another pretty deadly segment uh, inside of a bar this week. Yeah, set up a no, match for next week, I think. No roll tide references though, Chad.
1: I'm
0: uh, sorry. Yeah, those always make my day. Uh, did you see the QR code this time? No, no. I don't do that. <laughs> do you do that? You do you? When they pull up the QR code, do you just? pause whatever you're watching no and just because i like, gotta look at this qr code. i watch it a day later so i always just go to twitter and then go nxt qr code and other people tell me what it says and i also get to read their opinions on what the fuck it says so what was it it was a wordle it like, was like a, a failed wordle with only the last letter like green oh i saw that actually on twitter that's what i'm saying it's always on twitter um it was the uh the C at the end the of the C, word, the C and the O, and the O was yellow, so it wasn't where it was like on the word. Yeah, but a there's an of, O. I saw a bunch of people in the comments saying that it was going. It was like um, a Havoc. Someone was saying Havoc was going to debut, and I was like, "What the fuck,
1: Jimmy Havoc?"
0: I don't know. Like that? Definitely the word, not. The, somebody was saying that the word was Havoc, and I was like, like "Halloween Havoc." I don't maybe i don't fucking know it, it doesn't make like any jessica sense. havoc from impact it doesn't make any sense but somebody said that that's what the word was but they fucked it up so nobody knows what the word actually is i would see um, one person who blacked out all the letters that it can't be and i like tried to come up with the words that worked and i couldn't find fucking anything well uh let's see main event i think we have to talk about that what was Just the main back? event Oh, yeah, we were yeah. Roxy and Mandy. Uh this bitch Cora Jade. Yeah, I think this is way too soon. Um it just doesn't make any sense. I I I think I'm also. I think I am on record saying that Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez is going to be like the future of women's wrestling, like that future big time big money match between women's wrestlers. But not yet. Also, the skateboard thing. <laughs> I hated this. I was like... Chad, one did, of those you things, things, did you see the skateboard thing? The part where she broke it in half over her? The no. The part where <laughs> when she went to she, hit her with it, it broke before it even made contact? No. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were saying online... A lot of people were thanking uh, John Cena online for breaking it before it hit Roxy.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, this is way too fucking soon. Mandy Rose obviously Mm -hmm. retains.
1: Uh, Zoe Stark was injured at Halloween Havoc. Ooh, It cannot possibly be Zoe Stark. That would be lame as fuck.
0: That would be pretty lame. That'd be so lame if they gave us a QR code every week. And then they're like, oh yeah, those 17 QR codes. Zoe Stark. It's probably just Jimmy Havoc, dude. It's fine.
1: That guy, Dude, that guy got that was, <laughs> guy was such a rapist. <laughs> he was me too hard, harder than anybody else. He, last last I I'm heard, joking. I saw an article that he was like working at a Cinnabon in the food in the mall food court. <laughs> Actually, it was he was delivering parcels, like he was a UPS driver. He was basically. an Uber Eats driver. I don't yeah, have anything. He's not else. wrestling ever I don't have again. Anything else for NXT though? <laughs> Except maybe he'll control his narrative.
0: Is that what we're gonna say when when people leave the companies and we're like I don't care about them? Uh they can go control the narrative. I think it's just for people that we don't give like we give negative shits about. Or people that are just bad people. Yeah. Yeah. People that I could see being a skinhead. Well, when Von Wagner is kicked off of NXT after this
1: big push, maybe he can go control his narrative. (laughs) Yeah. That one guy from Forgotten Sons. I'm sure he's controlling uh, his narrative. Oh, I think all of the Forgotten
0: Steve Sons have made it. Uh, his name's Steve Macklin, and he's on Impact now. But yeah, I think he's no, definitely been there. I'm talking about Brake? the other...
1: No, wait, was that the, the main the guy with the, 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 the leaders, tattoos? Right.
0: There's three of them. Oh, Jackson Riker. Jackson Riker. Yeah.
1: That's the one. Yeah, he he recently wrestled in uh, In those... He recently so, controlled his Carl... narrative. No, he recently <laughs> was in... Uh, the Charleston, South Carolina ones that, that Gangrella always performs at. Oh, uh, And Hanahan? Yeah. They're like in the Hanahan sports.
0: It's like a high school gymnasium. Yeah. He, got, he got paid $8. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Also, fuck that guy. Yeah, I forgot he fucking existed. <laughs> okay, shit. Let's uh let's move on to dynamite and close out the show. Um, what was this first match? Oh, Orange Cassidy versus Wardlow. Um, my first note is there was an attempt to use a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> they Very got the best friends kicked out of the match. I thought you didn't watch dynamite, Chad. I watched that match and then the promo afterwards, and I fell asleep. Oh,
1: yeah. This well, was, uh. This was I'm like getting over on Orange Cassidy. I am yeah, 20, me too. Like, he's, I think, like, he's moving away. Like they're still doing a comedic gimmick, but he's moving more into like, wow, I can actually wrestle, which AEW has not really delivered on for Orange Cassidy. Maybe ever.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. the well I think the Will Ospreay I think match to, helps a lot with that.
1: I, I think back to like the Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy feud with the, the mimosa, the, the mimosa the match. madness match or whatever the fuck it was. And like that was the last time I remember Orange Cassidy getting like an actual push. And like, we hated that fucking feud.
0: Well, yeah. they said but, on the show he had like the most singles wins of anyone who's never held the title. Yeah, I think that's pretty bef- crazy. I think it was Pac, but now it's him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe this is his push to get a title. Maybe this leads to something. Oh, uh, I didn't talk about this in the news before, but with that, all Atlantic, uh, yeah. that all Atlantic title match. Or I have title. it in my notes for this. Okay, yeah. So it it seems like Tony, Con- well, Tony Khan Con kind of confirmed that the the booking of this title is going to be kind of like an ambassador of AEW wrestling in other companies. So which is I kinda- I wrote that down as a note. I didn't see that he said that. I
0: I wrote down where where did I write that. I said, I would like if the all Atlantic title is the one where the champ goes to all the other companies to defend it. If that's yeah, true. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be like that. That's going to be awesome. They already showed a, a video of him defending it against uh, Shoto Imanu. I'm, what is his name? Shoto Umanu. Um, uh, Umanu. Umanu. Is that the guy Umanu. that really really liked. There we really yeah, like? The guy we really like, Red, Red on. he defended it against him in RevPro, Pro, which is like associated with uh, New, Japan. New Japan. Yeah and he defended it in ref pro against red shoes, son already won. So I did, I did see the same thing. Joe saw where Tony Khan said that there has been multiple bookings already for pack to defend that thing. That's what I want. Yeah, so that's to pretty see. like,
1: I, I feel like that's the perfect place for pack to be like, maybe he won't be on AEW programming every week, but him going into those other more indie companies that, that are associated with maybe bigger companies, like, I feel like that's awesome for pack. and it also like just always leaves something open in for for him in uh, yeah,
0: and just like every now and then defending it on AEW TV to remind us that he's here and is still yeah. champ or whatever or whoever the champ is, you know, like I I think that is like the ideal situation for this because yeah, like we like we talked about a long time ago, it's just another fucking title. But now if they're using it like this, it's another title that we don't really need to I hate to say it, but like care about on a week to week basis. And it doesn't really water everything else down because it's not I also think it
1: spreads the brand though to other other countries. Yeah. Which I think is awesome for a company that like where AEW is right now in their in their development. I think that that really helps. And we did like when when this was announced, we were like, God damn it, another fucking title. And now I'm like, if this is how they play it, then I'm I'm supportive of it. Yeah. Have you seen those uh those tweets? I think I saw some tweets that said that there are
0: certain countries in Europe where AEW gets more viewers every week than WWE does already. I think England was like the number one one on the list. They said that there's more people in England that watch AEW than they do WWE. And I mean, it's like crazy to me already probably, that there's well no it's probably yep. because like I feel like overseas like they appreciate like wrestling more than s- sports entertainment than
1: storytelling yeah. oh did you see what
0: happened to Ilya
1: Dragunov no. yeah he he relinquished the title
0: I know Tyler Bates the champ
1: oh, that's oh cool. well thanks for ruining that I wasn't gonna watch it I would have found out. <laughs> I'd rather Dylan tell me than me find out. Yeah, <laughs> by some random Facebook article. I didn't know Tyler Bate was the champ.
0: I only oh. knew that I only knew that because I was writing some. Uh, I was writing some trivia.
1: God, uh, NXT NXT UK is weird right now. They have like, a lot of entries people, over there. Yeah, they they just relinquished the tag titles, and then they relinqu like the main title is relinquished. Cool. cool. Uh, next <laughs> on. <laughs> the next thing I want to talk about on AEW is the uh, the interim AEW championship match, which saw Take a Shitta versus John Moxley in a Keshta.
0: pretty
1: good match. <laughs> yeah, dude. the dude is fucking awesome. He's so good. And get his fucking name right. Takeshita. There you go. Thanks. I, I guess there was other stuff to talk about before that, but whatever what what else i mean jericho had a promo he's bringing
0: the pain maker back yeah that's uh, not yeah. something i wanted to see ever there again. was a there was a contender match which i hate oh wait no that that was the contender match
1: yeah that was oxley uh, and take shita Takashta. i mean the the whole the whole uh uh i can't even remember their fucking tag team name anymore Varsity Blondes versus Christian Cage and Luchasaurus promo stuff. That, that was, was after pretty good. That. that was after that, wasn't it? W- was it?
0: No, I it's think in it was my right notes. before. It's in my notes after it. I just said, oh. Christian rags on
1: Brian Pillman this time. Yeah, that was that was pretty rough. Never yep. really made the comparison of Griff Garrison looking like uh, Jungle Boy, though.
0: <laughs> that wasn't a bunch of being the elite stuff back in the day. It was really funny with Brody Lee if you haven't seen the, the clips on Twitter that have been going reviral, I highly recommend you go back and watch them because they're absolutely hilarious. It's like, a, it's a bit they did back in the day with Brody Lee. <laughs> they were hmm. like, um, it was like John Silver and Alex Reynolds saying that they recruited jungle boy to the dark order. And then they had Griff Garrison in like a barber chair facing away from Brody Lee. And they spin him around and they're like, look, we got jungle boy and, <laughs> Brody Lee's just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?"
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fucking kinda Griff like, Garrison. <laughs> like kind of like the way Chase U responds to things with uh, that one guy. Yeah, but way more vulgar, and they actually yeah.
0: don't bleep it out because it's on YouTube. Um, yeah, yeah. And then there was a there was another time where Brody Lee said that he uh, recruited Jungle Boy, and he brought in Griff Garrison like a couple weeks later that's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny yeah Um. Yep, the, only yep, other, yep. the only other notes I have was for the, the main event for the tag titles triple threat yeah which not was a a, uh,
1: not a true triple threat but broke down to where you saw all teams going against each other
0: yeah it was very um, hard to tell who was legal in this match and I'm pretty sure the end result was not the legal competitors but I don't really care because this match was awesome
1: yeah. Kind of another weird thing. Uh Chad, I mean asleep. so everything kind of broke down in this match. <laughs> uh but the 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 weirdest thing for me was seeing uh seeing Swerve about to turn heel on Keith Lee, about to hit him with uh, a the title. That was so weird. Yeah. I mean, it's the storyline that they've been building, but then they then they give them the tag titles. He almost quite literally
0: swerved on his tag team partner. Yeah. But yeah, there were there, then, was, there was just so many like back and forth spots in this match that like there were so many times that I thought all three teams were going to win. Like this got me so many times. I think they started with swerve in our glory with like their big moment and I was like, "Oh, here we go. They did like the swerve stomp, two count got broken up." And then the Bucks do like all of their signature moves. Two count gets broken up. And then Team Taz had a big run, too, late yeah. in the match. Like Every team had a big moment that lasted a decent amount of time. And the match, it, it was just incredible. I loved yeah,
1: it, was, it. it. I loved it. Was it was really good. But it it begs the question, what's next? Um,
0: yeah, if we're not doing FTR versus the Young Bucks, then I don't know. Because that's kind of where I think Chad thought it was going. Yeah,
1: I thought it was going there too. What so, I wanted And now we now we have I mean, a team that st- doesn't. We, can, go like we this. can
0: still do FTR versus the Young Bucks. It just won't be for winner take all. So yeah. I don't know. Uh because the Young Bucks are former Ring of Honor and IWGP. IWGP yeah. I don't think they're former are they former Triple A? Yeah, remember they faced off against uh the Lucha Drib- uh, Bros. In the, the Escalera de la Muerte match. Yeah. They traded back and forth a bunch at the very beginning of AEW before the AEW tag team titles were at that. Yeah. So they're former champs of all three of those belts that the FTR has. So I could definitely see them doing that. I, I would enjoy that very much. Yeah. All in all, though, good episode of Dynamite. I was, I was very, yeah. I was very happy. Fighter Fest. Uh, next week, though, let's just get into next week. Um, And we'll talk about what we're going to do next week. So next week, we've got uh, more retro beer ratings. This time from Fully Loaded 1999. I know nothing about this. I haven't looked at the Wikipedia page. So we'll see. Uh, I don't have any warnings on that one. I don't know anything about that pay-per-view. So it's probably going to suck. Um, Fighter Fest Part 2 next week. Um. The final build to the, the quote unquote final build to death before dishonor because really the, there really hasn't been a build it's all been on rampage which nobody really watches cares about or cares about nobody really watches it like I don't know with intent to care that's basically saying the same thing um, and then uh, more build towards SummerSlam and NXT continuing to do its thing. Yeah. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Wrestlepod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan, Joe, and Chad. We'll catch you on down the road.